Okay, today we come to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, Paul here spends a little more time defending himself against some of the charges that others had apparently leveled against him, against the, uh, his legitimacy as, a, as an apostle. Uh, in it, he warns against uh, believing the sincerity of all who give the appearance of righteousness. And in the latter half of the chapter, he outlines some of the overwhelming afflictions and hardships he suffered as an apostle. So let's um, consider briefly a couple of things here. Um, and and here, here's the first thing. It's in this chapter, um, in verses 14 and 15, that that Paul declares, uh, quote, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light, and that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. So clearly, Satan is active in the world, and according to this verse, is even active in the church. He, in various ways, influences people to act out his desires and do his bidding. If you don't think so, consider the fact that Satan influenced the apostle Peter himself to stand in the way and oppose Jesus Christ at one time, Matthew 16, 23. Furthermore, when Satan influences people to act out his desires and do his bidding, he is smart enough not always to make it look like an all-out satanic attack. He comes as an angel of light, the verses say. And his servants come as servants of righteousness, they say. He's good at disguise. Elsewhere, Paul warns Timothy about many in the church who will simply be completely opposed to the things of Christ, who will oppose uh, the things of Christ, all while, 2 Timothy 3, 5 says, having the appearance of godliness. That is really remarkable and frightening at the same time. It should put all of us on our guard so that we don't find ourselves, as Peter did, opposing the way of Christ rather than walking in the way of Christ. Go back to Peter's situation. Recall how Peter himself found himself there. Um, Jesus told him, you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man, Matthew 16, 23. When we don't intentionally set our minds on the things of God, they automatically, naturally drift to, to thinking in a worldly way worldly perspective and at that point we can easily find ourselves opposing Christ rather than following him it's why in the previous chapter that we looked at yesterday Paul was adamant in verse 5 of 2 Corinthians 10 that we must take every thought captive to make it obey Christ the battle is real and so let's make sure we're arming ourselves daily with the word of God so that we can stand against the schemes of the devil as Paul told the Ephesians but secondly, the latter half of this chapter is predominantly a breathtaking list of the hardships and physical trials that Paul endured as an apostle and missionary for the Lord Jesus Christ. The list begins in verse 24 and runs um, through verse 28. Um, let's take the time in the, just really quickly and read those verses uh, again and, and put yourself um, in, in each one of them. He says five times, well, and no, it actually began in verse 23. They, are they servants of Christ? I'm a better one. I'm, a, I'm talking like a madman with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. 
a night and a day at, I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. I mean, um, perhaps the, the most astonishing of all, though, is Paul's concluding remark in verse 30. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. Hmm. It, it, that's, that's just incredible humility. And why would Paul boast in that? Because he knows that when he's weak and knows that he's weak, it is then that Jesus is strong for him and receives all the glory. When we truly live each day of our lives for the glory of Jesus, it, it won't matter to us one bit if we appear to be weak and needy because it's not about us anyway. It's all for the glory of Christ. Those are a couple of thoughts from Second Corinthians chapter 11.